What is up? Pardon my pancreas. This is Matt coming at you during the week of World Diabetes Day. Today, I want to share with you a live I did recently on our Instagram and Facebook over at FTF Warrior. And uh, in this live, I aim to answer a question that we get a lot, which is, Matt, my blood sugars are so insane. Nothing I do seems to work. What can I do? And so uh, I want to also mention at the end of this live, I mentioned a link. This link leads to a waitlist page most of the time. However, you just might get lucky. Two days this week in celebration of World Diabetes Day, that link will lead somewhere secret. So without any further ado, let's get into the theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandervecht, and with my co-host, Ali abdul Karim, we welcome you to Pardon My Pancreas. We are going to give this another shot. I tried going live yesterday, and boy, was it weird. The internet was struggling, and uh, it crashed like three times. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to jump on today and have a quick chat with you guys. Keep some water on hand. Because I got some stuff I want to talk about. Some of the questions I got from clients, and uh, I think it's important for me to talk about it. So um, yeah, how are you guys doing today? Good to see all of you. All right, we got some people showing up now. Um, I wrote some notes on my whiteboard because I was like, I don't want to forget any of this stuff. And uh, I'm going to glance over there if I need to. But hey, what's up? Good to see you guys. Um, yeah, I had some, some client questions. And I was like, you know what? I should answer this question on a live. That way, if I have any other questions that pop up, I can give you guys some feedback and a little Q&A time maybe. We'll see. We'll see if I have some time for that. It's, uh, well, it's not dinner time yet. We got some time. But it's the week of World Diabetes Day. How exciting is that, guys? That's super fun. Fun. Super fun. Um, yeah, got a lot, of, a lot of people launching stuff this week. A lot of uh, events. I hear there's some, some secret stuff going on with some of the bigger companies. They're going to push out some sweet stuff later this week. Because Thursday, Thursday is the big day. World Diabetes Day. And uh, what happened last year? I think Dexcom did a cool thing in L.A., where like it was free coffee and bagels. And I think when you had, you went up to get like the free coffee and bagels, you had to prick your finger or something like that. They were showing the general public like what happens when a type one diabetic wants to eat food, right? And so it was like this kind of a social experiment. It's kind of cool. Um, but I'm very curious to see who's gonna do what this year. What's up guys? Good to see everybody hanging out. Hope you're all having a great Monday. I think today is Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. Um, had some fun today. Went to the range, the archery range. I haven't done that in two years. That was a blast. Um, blood sugars cooperated beautifully. They went a little bit high after breakfast, but uh, good time overall. They, they came back down to about 1.30 and just cruised at 1.30. Hit some bullseyes. Very happy about that. And uh, my bow didn't snap, which is cool because I haven't used it in two years. So I was a little worried that the, the string would snap or something, but it's a good time. Um, anyways, I'll jump into the question. I think we got a bunch of people on here live now. So um, the question I got was, Matt, 
my blood sugars are insane. Nothing seems to work. How many of you guys are feeling like that? We got a bunch of people on it. Has anybody ever felt like their blood sugars are just so insane that no matter what their doctor is telling them, no matter what medication they're on, no matter what's going on in their life, nothing seems to work. Does anybody feel like that? Yeah, we got a couple people. It's, uh, it's something that I've dealt with in the past, honestly. It's frustrating, you know? Um, you feel like you're doing all the right things. You feel like you are taking the correct amount of insulin or medication. Uh, you know, you're not sick, you're getting rest, you're, you're drinking your water, right? But it just feels like you can't do enough. You can't quite nail down the diabetes formula. And uh, I, wanna, I wanna give you a little story actually about that. So a few of you have heard the story, but when I was back in uh, Europe, I used to travel for work back in the day when I was doing uh, some modeling and acting. My wife and I were spending some time in Europe. We started off in Italy, it was awesome. Had a, well, I'm gonna rephrase that. It was awesome being in Italy. The neighborhood we were in wasn't super exciting, but that's okay, we were staying outside of the city, that's beside the point. Uh, there's some beautiful areas out there. Blood sugars cooperated for the most part. I did not actually bring enough supplies with me. That was my downfall. That was a terrible decision. I uh, got to the last week and realized that I ran out of test strips. Come on, Matt, come on, figure that one out beforehand. Uh, thankfully, I had the Dexcom G5 on at that time, and so I just I made sure I had enough to calibrate at least once a day. You're supposed to calibrate twice a day, but uh, I did what I could, and I made it through, so it was fine. I survived, but uh, we had a good time. Ended up later on, a couple months later, in Germany, and had another amazing time there, and blood sugars are cooperating. Did not have any struggles until I got to Paris. And for those of you who know my story, you know Paris. Paris and I have a love-hate relationship. Uh, it is the home of one of the scariest moments of my entire life. And it was, uh, it was fun at first, right? Traveling's awesome. I love traveling. I love showing people that you can travel with diabetes, that it should not hold you back. It's just a matter of planning ahead and preparing, right? Uh, but within Paris, I had a rough week of blood sugars where they were high for like five or six days and nothing I did seemed to work very well. And uh, I remember I was sitting at like 400, right? And we got to the point where I was like, I need to go to a hospital. Like I need to get some new insulin or something because I was giving myself shot after shot after shot and the insulin just wasn't working. I could not bring it down. And I, I figured it must be bad insulin. I had switched through like three pens, I think, three insulin pens and nothing was working. And I was just staying super high. So uh, I figured it must be my Atlantis from keeping me going any higher because this hemolog was not doing its job. And it felt like my blood sugars were not cooperating, that they were just too insane, that no matter what I did, it wasn't gonna work. So I uh, went to the hospital like one o'clock in the morning with the guy I was staying with and um, got some new insulin. The next day it started to come down, started seeing some better numbers, right? 200, 180, something like that. I uh, went for a walk around the city, explored Paris a little bit. But then something that happened, uh, happened right after dinner that spooked me pretty hard. Um, I can still remember it really clearly. I was walking to my new Airbnb that night and I was walking through this neighborhood. I see some stores and I notice it's about seven o'clock at night. I notice none of the stores are lit up. All the store windows are dark. I start to get a little bit nervous because I realize there are no open stores. This is a really small neighborhood. If I need to, to replenish my low snacks, I, I don't have the opportunity to. I'm used to living in places like New York City 
Los Angeles, San Diego. And so I've been in places where there's always something open 24 seven. There's always some form of last resort where I can go get more sugar. Right. And so I'm like, all right, this, I'm only spending one night here, but hopefully I don't need to worry about that. And I went, had my dinner about 30 minutes after I had my dinner, my Dexcom started beeping at me. It's like, Oh boy, that's not a good sound. <laughs> um, I should be going up right now. I just ate. I'm going down pretty fast. And I got a little nervous. I started snacking on my low snacks. I pulled up my backpack. I always carry low snacks with me. And uh, I started snacking on them. And it, it just kept going down. It would bump up for a little bit and then creep back down, 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 bump up, down, down, down. I was like, crap, what do I do? I'm, I'm eating a lot of food right now. <laughs> I'm eating more than I injected for. Something's not right, right? Like it's not working. Uh, and again, that question, right, that I get asked from my clients is, my blood sugars are so insane, nothing seems to work. I was having one of those moments. I was like, ooh, nothing that I'm doing seems to work. I'm continually dropping. Uh, I did not inject for this much food. Like I should be spiking high right now. What's going on? Um, fast forward about 30 minutes, I'm starting to get like a little bit worried because I'm getting low. And uh, I, at that point, I've eaten like 50 grams of carbs. <laughs> like, uh, am I cured? Like, what's going on, right? And I actually ended up talking to the guy that owns the Airbnb. He spoke a little bit of English. I spoke a little bit of French. And we communicated. And I was like, hey, man, I might need to go to a hospital. Because I'm looking through my backpack. And I'm like, I don't really have a whole lot more food. Uh, and I, I went over to his fridge. And I was like, I'm going to just eat whatever in this guy's fridge because this is an emergency, right? Like I'll leave some cash on the counter. I'll deal with that later, but I need to get food. I open the fridge, there's cheese and there's eggs. I'm like, great. There's no stores open. There's no food in this guy's fridge. What am I going to do? So I ended up going over and I was like, hey, I got to go to the hospital. Um, I know that I look fine, right? Like I'm sweating, I'm shaky, but I look healthy. It's, it's very confusing for someone to see a healthy looking person say, I need to go to the hospital right now. He was confused, but he's like, you know what? Okay, I understand. Let's go. I'll drive you. I was like, oh, sick. You're going to drive me? That's awesome. I was just trying to get you to call me an ambulance or something, but very, very nice guy. Took me to the hospital. On the way to the hospital, um, I had my first ever glucose gel. I've actually never used the glucose gels. I usually use tablets and juice boxes. So I'm like downing this gel. I'm like, huh? Tastes kind of good, but I'm also a little bit nervous, right? Because I'm seeing red numbers on my Dexcom. Like, shoot, man, uh, can you drive any faster? Because this is not looking good. I need an IV. Like, give me sugar ASAP, right? We get to the hospital. We get through the doors. I walk in. There's a line of like 30 people. I'm like, oh, right, free healthcare. Um, this is not ideal for the situation that I'm in. Everybody move. <laughs> so I go straight to the front. I'm like, I am diabetic. I knew so a little bit of French, right? I knew the emergency words. It's like, je suis diabète, uh, j'ai besoin de sucre. I am a diabetic. I need sugar, please, right? And he was there. He stayed with me. He helped translate. They just didn't quite understand why a diabetic would need sugar, right? The common misconceptions of like, well, shouldn't you not have sugar? And I'm like, give me the dang sugar. Long story short, they give me a glass of water. I'm like, I hate you guys. Give me sugar. Turns out the water was actually sugar water, but it had, uh, it was like four grams of sugar in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need like a gallon of Gatorade. Something's wrong. I need sugar now. I start uh, shaking violently. I can't stand anymore. So much so that I'm, I'm fighting 
myself from falling to the floor. They give me a wheelchair and continue just having a face-to-face -face conversation like, okay, sign these documents and we'll get you checked in. And I'm like, I don't need to get checked in. I need sugar right now. I'm starting to panic a little bit because I'm realizing I'm in a small town. They don't speak English very well. I don't speak French very well. If I don't get in there, get some sugar, I'm going to be in a very dangerous situation. So uh, they ended up taking me to the back room in a gurney, which is like the, the hospital bed that moves, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to get me in the back room. They're going to stick me with an IV, get some dextrose in me. This is going to be okay. We're going to make it. I'm flying out, leaving the country tomorrow. It's going to be fine. And uh, they did not do that. No, they did not. They stuck me in the back room with, uh, it was actually a couple homeless people that were just sitting in the beds. They were using it as a place to spend the night. They come in, they tell them that they're not feeling too well, and they put them in the back. That's kind of like the complainer's room. So I got put in the complainer's room with no access to doctors, no access to nurses or medical care of any kind, and I sat in that gurney bed, I kid you not, for four hours before walking out on my own two feet. And the only reason I walked out on my own two feet is because I ate every single food item in my backpack. I ate all of my sugar. I nearly emptied my entire low stash. And keep in mind, I keep a low stash that is very full. I'm very prepared. Uh, in most cases, it's enough sugar to bring three diabetics back from a low blood sugar, right? Like I am prepared. I ate almost all of it. And my blood sugar finally came up. I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think I counted something like 120 carbs that I had eaten to get out of that low blood sugar. Now, of course, eventually I spiked up and I went way too high, but man, that was a scary night. And that night put me into a new mindset. You can imagine I was a little bit nervous to inject insulin for my next meal. Um, I went through a bit of a, a period of depression, anxiety, panic attacks surrounding low blood sugars. I was very scared. Uh, I did not know what caused that. I didn't know if it was different insulin. I didn't know if it was a certain exercise type. I didn't know if it was um, being in a different time zone, like all sorts of things. I couldn't figure it out. And so it put me in this mindset where I became obsessed with figuring out my blood sugar fluctuations. I, I thought in my head, if I can figure out what causes fluctuations in blood sugars, I can avoid them right? Like that makes logical sense. And so I got into a place where I was like, all right, Matt, if you can figure out every single reason that blood sugars fluctuate and, you know, master your diabetes, get it all mapped out, then you're, you'll be safe. You'll be good. And that was my new plan. But of course, problems arise, right? No one has figured out diabetes to that T. No one has it perfected across the board. But I spent all of my time running experiments on myself, trial and error, trying out every single diet that I could think of. I tried going vegan and low carb and vegetarian and uh, eating meatitarian and like all these different types, high carb, medium carb, all sorts of different diets. Uh, I tried one that I ended up calling flexitarian just for the fun of it. I tried different exercises. I documented everything. For those of you who have the trending health journal that I, I came up with, that's how that became a thing. I wrote on little napkins and notepads. There are pieces of paper strewn about the rooms. That's how that came to be is my, my research, my experiments on myself. But over that period of time, I ended up finding a few trends and patterns. I figured out how the blood sugars fluctuate, why they fluctuate during different activities. That was a big one for me. See, I'm a very adventurous guy. 
uh, today, like I said, I went to the archery range, shot some arrows with my wife. It was just a ton of fun. I like being outside and I wanted to be able to go outside, do all the activities, go hiking, go surfing, uh, just go for a walk right around the neighborhood without seeing blood sugars that plummet or spike. So it was my goal over the last two years to figure out what causes blood sugar fluctuations. And over the last two years, all of those trials and errors and experiments, I found patterns, I found trends, and I found formulas. It's, it's a really exciting place to be when you can plug in your blood sugars, your insulin on board, uh, different activity types, and you can map out where your blood sugars are going to end up. You can predict your blood sugars with the right formula. It's super exciting. And so when people tell me, my blood sugars are so insane, nothing ever works. I have a question for you. Have you ever taken insulin and had your blood sugar start to come down? Right? You have. Yes, if you are on insulin, if you're injecting insulin, if you're on a pump, if you have given yourself insulin, your blood sugars come down. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, what happens when your blood sugars are going a little bit down too far and you need to get them back up? If you eat sugar, do you notice that the sugar brings your blood sugars up? Does it? I want some, I want some answers in there. Does sugar bring blood sugars up? Let's see some comments. Let's see if anybody knows what the answer to this one is. I'm going to wait for a second. Does sugar bring blood sugars up? Yes. There we go. Christina got the answer. Yes. Angela got the answer. This is the thing. This is a trend. This is a pattern. People say my blood sugars are so insane that I can't control them. Yes. Now we're getting lots of yeses. Okay. They're all coming in. That's a pattern guys. We say, Oh, it's so insane. Like I have so many spikes and drops throughout the day. What causes the spikes and drops? Insulin and sugar. Ah, there we go. Caleb says, yeah, there we go. It's as simple as that. That's the beginning of identifying trends, right? Looking at different factors that cause blood sugar fluctuations. Your first step is when I give insulin, does my blood sugar drop? Yes. When I take sugar and eat it, does it raise my blood sugars? Yes. That is the first trend and pattern that you have noticed. Now, of course, there are many other factors, other variables that go into this, but that is the basis of the formula, right? If I'm high, I'm gonna take some insulin. If I'm low, I'm gonna eat some sugar. We find that balancing act. Then you incorporate other different strategies like exercise, right? Different types of exercise. If I'm gonna go for a walk, my blood sugars most of the time are going to drop, especially with insulin on board. Okay, there's a new factor that we can bring into this. Insulin causes a drop. Exercise, walking around the block, that's gonna cause a drop. So what happens if I take insulin and they go for a walk. I'm gonna drop fast. Uh, if I'm super high, that might be a good thing. But if I'm you know, just riding a little bit high, maybe I'm like 160, I might need to be cautious. Okay, what else? Uh, if I'm riding on the lower end and I have sugar, and then I do something like resistance training, what happens then? Well, in most cases, resistance training causes a spike in blood sugar, or at the very least, a slow rise. So if I have sugar, and I'd go and do resistance training, there's a good chance that I'm gonna to spike to a higher level. So you see there's different variables, different factors that we can notice these trends and patterns with. That's where we find the formulas. Now, of course, after the two years that I spent, right, after Paris, I became obsessed with figuring out my blood sugars. 
I wanted to figure out how to control them proactively so that I could prepare for different activities. I wanted to be able to get out there, go hiking. I wanted to be able to go explore, travel, surf, spend time with family, running around with my nephew, whatever it is. I want to be able to do that without blood sugars getting in the way. So I created a framework. I created a formula that I can plug my blood sugars into, my planned activities, my previous activities or meals, my insulin on board, all those different factors. You plug it into a simple equation and you can figure out where your blood sugars are going to going to end up. It's similar to how loop works, right? If you're familiar with looping, except mine's kind of a step above that, but looping essentially calculates based on insulin on board, then if you had a meal recently, if you're going to go to exercise, where your blood sugars are going to end up and if it needs to reduce insulin or elevate your insulin. And because of that, you're able to stay in range longer. So essentially, the framework that I created with my experiments, my trial and error, was created so that I could live my life peacefully, have that peace of mind, not have to worry about all the crazy fluctuations of blood sugars that I didn't want to deal with. I wanted to be able to go through my life and enjoy it, right? Not have diabetes distracting me all the time. So I created that framework. I know a lot of you guys are asking, well, Matt, how do we get the framework, right? Like, what's the answer? Well, the answer is that it's in a program that we have. Now, can I tell you about this program? It's, it's something that we created, super fun. And uh, we've got some clients in there right now. I'm gonna wait for uh, a second, because I wanna make sure I have your permission to tell you about this awesome thing. And I'm not trying to tell you to sign up for it right now, because it's not even available right now. You can't get in. Okay, we got some people on Facebook, yeah. Okay, cool. So here's the thing. There's, it's multiple weeks with a formula, right? It's not just a one day answer. You have to figure out your foundations, your basal rates. We have people, okay, now you got the yeses flooding in. We have the first week going through foundation, you figure out your basal rates, which is your background insulin. If you don't know what your basal rate should be, you will never have stable blood sugars. If you have too much insulin going through your body, you are going to go low. If you have too little insulin going through your body, you're going to run high. That's how it is. So week one, foundation, we map out your basal rates. We figure out how you can identify if your basals are too high or too low. And then we jump into different exercises, how different exercise affects your blood sugars uniquely. Once we map those out, we have different ways of figuring out your adapters, your macronutrient profiles. You plug that into the formula, and boom. You solve the blood sugar fluctuation patterns and you're able to finally go and enjoy your time working out. Or maybe you, in, for exercise, a lot of us prefer to go on walks, go for hikes, doing outdoor activities, and count that as the, the exercise for the day. Totally fine. I love doing that. Like I said, today I was at the archery range. Super fun, and it was exercise. But there are ways to plan ahead to prepare for this using the framework that I've created to achieve that. Now, like I said, it's not available right now because we just launched our beta but there is a wait list you can get on. If you are interested in figuring out more of uh, your blood sugar fluctuations, how to get those under control, focus more on enjoying life, autopilot on diabetes, right? Then uh, I want to invite you to go to shred.ftfwarrior.com. That's going to put you over to a wait list, okay? In that wait list, you will be notified the second that the next registration becomes open. I want to get you guys that lifestyle. I want to get you into there uh, so you can automate your diabetes get back to enjoying life because that's the way to do it i'm sick of this disease taking away freedoms getting people scared about going to the gym you should not be afraid to live your life you should be able to live your life the way you want it get out there and enjoy it 
So uh, that's what I want to give you guys today. I want to give that invite to the waitlist. Uh, I have not announced that anywhere else. So if you are interested in learning more about that framework and how to achieve stable blood sugars during and after exercise, uh, and of course, exercise is not just the gym. I'm talking about chores, running errands, playing with the kids, going for a walk with the dog, whatever it is that causes those frustrating fluctuations that just ruin your mood. Honestly, I get frustrated when I'm going high and low. I don't know about you, but I get the mood swings. If you want to learn how to avoid that, my framework is the key. So get on that wait list at shred.ftfwarrior.com, S-H-R-E-D.ftfwarrior.com. Um, I'm going to jump through and make sure I didn't miss any questions in here. I know there are a lot of questions, actually. Um, oh, my phone's freezing. Frozen. Freezing frozen. <laughs> um, oh, man, there's a bunch of you saying hi. What's up, everyone? Holy cow. Good to see all you guys on here. Um, okay, cool. Sounds like an amazing program. Keep up the great work, man. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it, man. Um, it totally is. It's changing lives, and the people that are in it right now have a fun first week ahead of them getting their basal rate set up. So um, I wanted to just jump on here, share that waitlist opportunity with you guys because it's changing lives right now. I know it can change yours. And uh, if you're interested, that waitlist is waiting for you. I'm going to jump on live tomorrow and Wednesday. Um, we're dropping something super cool on Wednesday. And actually tomorrow something cool is happening too. We got a lot of fun stuff planned for you for World Diabetes Day uh, this whole week and this whole month. Tons of fun stuff going on. So uh, keep an eye out. I'm going to hop out, go grab some dinner. I've been on here for about 30 minutes-ish. Uh, hope you guys are having an awesome day. I wish you all the stablest of blood sugars. And uh, as always, keep up the fight.